Good evening everyone. Welcome to Raw and Real Masterclass on Why Was School Created? Presented by Nature Nurture and Popcorn Furniture. This event will take you on a short journey of introducing you to ins- inspiring individuals joining us from different parts of the world. In this event, innovative topics, informative content and progressive initiatives are being shared with you. We remain hopeful that the session over these days will inspire you to take your school community to a new direction of development. My name is Charles Clarence and I'm your moderator for today. I'm the principal of Dr. MPS World School at Agra. Before we begin today's session, I request you all to immerse yourselves in the session and hold your questions which will be addressed at the end of both sessions. I'm happy to introduce the first speaker of the day and he is Joshua Kwaku Asido, born and raised in Milan, Italy, at the age of 20. He decided to go outside of his own bubble to explore the world in a solo adventure. With 50 euros in his pocket and a one-way ticket, he left without knowing where this new chapter was taking him. After seven years of incredible and mind-blowing adventures and experiences, touching almost every remote corner of the globe. Living and sharing with many indigenous communities, he came to the conclusion that this modern Western world, based on materialism, consumerism, and superficialities, is leading nowhere, if not far from the source of life, Mother Nature. His session topic is Learning by Doing Indigenous Knowledge. I'm most pleased to welcome Joshua. The stage is all yours. Welcome. Yeah. Hello, everyone. My name is Joshua Kwekwesiedu, and we are here in the beautiful hills of West Africa, Ghana. In this channel, I will show you my off-grid living in this self-built eco-village. Let's go. self-built with the sporadical help of a few people that came through the years. Through different trials and mistakes, a lot of trials and mistakes, I managed to create a fully functional off-grid village, a life of self-sustainability and self-sufficiency. When I first arrived, was abandoned, was a full-on bush, proper jungle. So there was a lot of work required in order to naturally develop it to this stage. And this is exactly what I'm going to show you in this channel. Not necessarily the end result, but the whole process that led to this stage. Therefore, subscribe, turn on your notification, and stay tuned, live to learn, learn to live. Okay, there we go, for real. Yeah, Joshua, you could take on now. Okay. Hello everyone, hello everyone. I was not expecting the video anymore, but I'm glad that you managed to see the little introduction of uh, what has been the work that has been applied here in these last years. Also, thank you to you, Charles, for your kind introduction also. And uh, yes, my name is Joshua Vipoisiedi, and uh, I was born and raised in Italy, as you already mentioned, 
from an Italian mother and a Ghanaian father. So the thing is that um, what is uh, I'm also the founder of Live to Learn, Learn to Live. That is a uh, more than a YouTube channel, more than an Instagram page. It is a program, a program that uh, is in center into re-educating uh, mainly Westerners uh, about indigenous culture, indigenous, especially knowledge and uh, sustainable techniques. Uh, the thing is that uh, can every can you hear me? Right? Is everything fine? Okay, good. Very good. Everything's very good. Great. Okay, cool. Okay. So the thing is, uh, one of the things that actually pushed me to leave my bubble was uh, mainly also the education system that I was exposed to. I truly felt that I, I really wanted to learn, yet I could feel that uh, there was no real learning that I was absorbing from the, the conventional education that I was, uh, that I was gaining. Uh, in Italy, there's uh, the classic Western education, and I think we cannot talking about education without mentioning colonialism because uh, whatever we are living right now in this uh, modern society it is literally a byproduct of uh, colonial times just as india ghana also has been very much affected and abused by colonial colonial times and uh, we are still kind of recovering from uh, the various uh, actions made by uh, Westerns ancestors. So uh, it is very important to notice that when we're talking about education, especially conventional education, it is strongly based in a. It is strongly based on a Western concept. So um, the thing is that um, um, the in Italy, yeah, I didn't feel as much as freedom when it was coming to learning. I felt that something was missing, and mainly what was missing was the experience. Also, Gautama Buddha used to often saying that his own teaching were nothing. The what really mattered was the experience. And then I believe what's really lacking nowadays in the West is the experience. Therefore, myself, I decided to drop everything. I was a senior high school the last year. I did a professional school that uh, actually gave me a qualification after three years, and you to get another qualification after two years as an electrician. But I felt that I, I was a quali qualified electrician, yet I didn't really know how to do the job as properly. And especially, I didn't really know much about life. I knew how to work in order to be functional into a greedy society, but not really able to support myself, to sustain my myself, and to be knowledgeable about many different fields in order to gain uh, sustainability. And uh, because I believe that wealth stays within nature, and nature is actually whatever uh, gives us nurturance. Therefore, uh, there cannot be wealth, health, or education without a connection, a, di a direct connection to nature. And that's where the West is lacking. Our modern uh, education is very much detached from nature to the point that we all get educated just in order to be able to exploit Earth, in order to exploit it, in order to create products, in order to create uh, jobs that are not necessarily aligned with the rhythm of Mother Earth, of whatever gives us life. Therefore, I went for a solo journey, as uh, Charles explained uh, briefly, and uh, this journey brought me to the conclusion that no, there's no way without a close contact to nature. So I was uh, doing some different ex uh, exploration in order to go and live into the wild, and uh, during this exploration, I went to Patagonia, I went to the Rocky Mountains up in North America, I was in the Alps in Italy, I was in some different places in Europe, 
in Aotearoa in New Zealand, uh, many different areas. I couldn't find the right place that would allow me to actually uh, not only uh, survive but also thrive in accordance to my knowledge. I realized that I needed more ancestral knowledge in order to thrive in that area. So at some point my father told me that our ancestors left some land in heritage in Ghana, in uh, my fatherland. So that was the first time I decided to come here and uh, I went for a big expedition with my uncle looking for the lands and I found this land and I got particularly one of them that is, uh, is about 12 acres and within this land I started to build whatever pretty much you've seen on the introduction video. Uh, the, the experience was rough, especially to build everything from zero, it was a lot of trials and mistakes, yet I could grow through a direct learning process uh, where the teacher herself was nature. It was a, a direct learning process, it was not reading from books, was not hearing from people, it was learning by doing it. There's a, there was a Chinese motto that used to say, by reading, we're only going to remember. By watching, we're going to know. But it is only by experiencing it that we're going to learn. And I believe this is the model that uh, every educational system should embrace, uh, giving the youth the experience itself that would allow them not only to, to know it in the mind, but to become the knowledge with, and literally having the knowledge storage in their DNA because it's experienced. So within this building of this eco-village, uh, by utilizing indigenous techniques from the local people that I re-embraced myself to, I gained knowledge from, uh, also I gained extra knowledge by different workshops and different researches that I did about permaculture in order to uh, clean whatever toxic product is produced by the West, by this modern developed world, in order to make it and uh, convert it into sustainable homes. So instead of having plastic becoming microplastic that feeds fish that some people might also go in and eat, uh, we would have actually the ability to storage this plastic into a home that might last for years. So right now we have uh, for thousands of years. So now we are running programs where Westerners are coming in the land in order to have workshops, in order to learn indigenous building techniques, sustainable uh, technique about permaculture, about how to grow organic and natural food, and uh, also it is a, a boomerang effect because it allows the locals to be re-empowered. So after colonization, during colonization, after colonization, the locals have been completely, completely diminished. Uh, the same happened in India, actually, with their local knowledge about building, about growing food, about being free and sustainable, being independent. India had a big tax about producing salt. Uh, by the British, you know, it was something that was produced in the land and all of a sudden you are not free to do that. And so because there's a big tax, people are less prone to go and actually do it and uh, much more consequences are coming up. So I believe that freedom comes from sustainability and sustainability comes from having knowledge with direct contact with the land. Also, before I left Italy, I was very much inspired by Leonardo da Vinci, uh, an Italian genius, but this genius actually couldn't go to school. He was illegitimate uh, because his father was a lawyer, his mother was a, a, a farmer, so they couldn't get married, so he was illegitimate. And because of the social status, he couldn't go to school. So where Leonardo da Vinci learned from? He learned from the rivers, from Tuscany, there back on the days was pure nature, pure untouched natural environment. He learned from the rivers, from the birds flying, from the streams, from humans' bodies. And just like that, he managed not to only become a doctor, but an artist, uh, an architect, he was uh, one of the emblemic figure 
of, uh, of Western knowledge. And the knowledge didn't come from conventional education. It came from experience. So that's where the whole Live to Learn, Learn to Live program uh, is based on. And uh, that's pretty much what we work in doing our uh, our project. So we hosting uh, workshops that are lasting 10 days or five days. We hosting also schools uh, from uh, Accra, the main city. Some uh, kids are coming in order to re-embrace this uh, indigenous and uh, ancient knowledge that is all based on the land that is actually our wealth and health. So this is pretty much it when it comes to, uh, let's say, the general represent the uh, yeah, introduction of what I'm doing and who I am. And uh, maybe somebody might have some questions that we might go more deep into details. Maybe right now could be the time since also 20 minutes is not that long. I'm not sure for how long we've already been talking. Yeah. Yeah. That was wonderful. <clears throat> I think there's some voice coming from your end. Some drumming. Yes. Yeah, yes, yes, nice. there's a, yes, there's. That's nice. So tell me yeah. something that um, one of your major concerns when you were moving around in this world. Yes. One of my major concerns um, was the fact that, um, yeah, was my, the society where I was born in was uh, very much based on uh, materialism and, uh, and consumerism that uh, eventually created also for myself a lifestyle that I didn't even want to live. Even, even if I could be as ethical as possible, but because of that way the society is structured, the way they're building homes, the way the society is, it made me consume, it made me waste. Uh, as Mahatma Gandhi actually once said, the world earth has enough for humans' needs, but not for humans' greeds. That was one of my main concerns, that I was raised up and educated within a society that was uh, growing the youth in order to be greedy. Uh, in order to consume more and not to satisfy our needs. So that was my main concern that actually also made me challenge myself in a lot of ways, like uh, going in places without money, going in places without booking any hostel, without knowing anybody, without knowing the local languages. I remember coming to India actually uh, with one-way ticket, with nothing else than a little backpack and little, little, little backpack with no clothing either. And I understood once there that I was literally living, living as, a, as a sadhu or as a baba and I met many of them and I connected with a lot of them. I learned with a lot of sadhus and baba around Rishikesh area, around Uttarakhand. And it's been a, an experience that I learned much more in those three months that I spent on the, on the Himalayas. I learned much more than five years of high school, <laughs> like bottom line. <laughs>